This season of Cancelled Movie Report has been funded by the amazing people who support us over on Patreon. Hello and welcome to Cancelled Movie Report, the documentary podcast series that talks about the best movies that Hollywood never made. My name is Michael Campbell, but you can call me Cambo. And joining me, as always, is actor and comedian, Mr. Eden Porter. Thank you very much for having me, Cambo. We are smack bang in the middle of our report about the original Toy Story 3, which is a story that I think some people were unaware even mm. existed, and I'm loving that we are introducing them to this weird tale. It's so good. But this is part two, so if you haven't listened to part one, you need to make sure you do that first. And if you need a quick refresh, here's a little recap for you. And Michael Eisner, the former CEO of Disney, and Steve Jobs, the former CEO of Pixar, have a falling out. This led to a split between the two studios, between Pixar and Disney. So Eisner opened up a brand new animation studio in Glendale, California, whose sole purpose was to produce sequels to Pixar films. Buzz, something's up with Buzz and he's malfunctioning. What I'm leaning towards, there's like a, almost like a product recall. Let's hop to it, gang. We got ourselves playing the catch. Buzz arrives at the factory and he gets an R tag put around his neck. R doesn't mean repair, it means recall. And recall toys is no good for him. And Woody's in the, uh, in the stroller trying to rescue Bullseye and the other toys see it and they go to try and rescue him and they all jump in the stroller and then we come. So, so they're, they're still trying to save Bullseye from the stroll. Yeah. yeah. So Buzz, he's taken to the archive room. Buzz is determined that he is going to escape the factory and the other toys are lost somewhere in Taiwan. Now, let's get back into the film. So, okay, i got a question for you. Do you think thus far... Some casual racism aside, <laughs> yes. this feels Pixar enough. Yeah, it feels, yeah, I think it does. I, I think I think the getting the toys back, I think the misfit toys, yep. I think um, it's about friendship, looking after your mate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This to me seems like, I'm going to take a bit of a swipe here. Mm. Do you remember Zack Snyder's Watchmen adaption? The film. The film. Watchmen, yes. To me is a great example of how you can be so faithful to a source material and not get it. Because <laughs> it looks like it's like panel for yeah. panel Watchmen, yeah. but I just don't think he got Watchmen. Okay. He's like, isn't it sick how they're all ripped and they can beat up anyone they want? And it's like, that's not what that comic <laughs> is about. It's almost, in fact, the exact opposite. opposite yeah. It's like the most liberal comic in the world. Kind of thing. And he's got this real authoritarian streak yeah. to him. All of the ideas seem very Pixar. Correct. But I think that this is missing the weird Pixar, like the heart. I was going to say. Yeah. I was going to say, is it missing that, yeah, that sort of center? Yeah. That gooey they're, center they're, that uh, makes you cry, Cambo. That makes you cry. Because yeah. remember, this would be replacing Toy Story 3. Well, and that was and pretty that big. And that film, yeah. chock full of heart. Yeah, big In time. In fact, it made many people cry yeah, at several was, points. That was, yeah. And I feel like if Pixar had have done this, there would have been deeper exploration into Buzz and why he's malfunctioning and what that means to him, and, and a bigger a bigger yeah, message around that. What is that? What is that in terms of the meaning of him being a toy? If he's yes. not, if he's it, not, if he can't purpose, bring joy, yeah. joy to kids, then what is he? And yeah, yeah, I don't think this has any of that. But uh, all the like the Zack Snyder Watchmen, it has the all elements, the bits that yeah. you would think of. Yeah, but the you're right. The thing that feels most out of place is the Taiwanese sort of references and that well, sort see, of... Well, see, I feel like Pixar would have researched Taiwan relentlessly and and represented yeah, it quite beautifully. Yeah. That's what they do with different cultures. You look at like Coco yeah. or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. These beautiful representations of culture. Yeah. Whereas this... This I, does not have that. No. no this doesn't have that. Taiwan, is, it's all factories. <laughs> but they do factories like to keep it tidy. Executives and... Executives. I know. <laughs> Taiwanese executives, yeah. But when we left our toys... Mm. So, hang on. so when we left our toys, they were... Buzz was going to try and escape. Yep. And everyone else was in the bottom of a pram. Yes. Yeah, great. Heading somewhere in, in Taipei. In Taipei. Uh, so Buzz, he, his whole plan is he wants to get this memo about the toy destruction to old man Kagoi. Now, can I just say, Kagoi mm-hmm. is... 
is an odd name. Mm. It's not, yeah. And is that leaning into something? It just seems like an odd name to go with. Yeah, I don't... Kagoi. I don't know. It, it, like, it may have just been like maybe Jim Hertzfeld um, just went to some... Screenwriter of this movie. I uh, just went to some like website of like, what's a less common name? I, I don't know. It's a weird name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not It's not all that common, is it? No. But I, it feels like it It sounds like something out of a Studio Ghibli film. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, there's a character design of Old Man Kagoi. See him on our Instagram. Oh, we do? Oh, good. Uh, he does look a bit almost like a uh, Studio Ghibli character. <laughs> cool. uh, so he wants to get the memo to Old Man Kagoi. The other toys, they're still in the stroller and they struggle to free Bullseye from the child's grip. Uh, and they eventually succeed, but they still don't know what to do or where the factory is. And that's when Ham notices that they're heading towards Taipei 101, the tallest building in the world. I, I no. no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like looking at you confused. It's, it's not. Not that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I've not seen Tom Cruise scale Taipei 101. Correct. Uh, when was the Burj Khalifa built? In 2005, been, it, could it? It's been a... It's been a minute. 2006. Okay. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay, full disclosure, we paused the recording. <laughs> to look this up. To look this up. The Burj Khalifa, <laughs> the tallest building in the world, uh, it was formally opened in 2010. 2010? Yeah. So, Cruz was on there right away. That, yeah, he couldn't that was, wait to climb that wow. building. He was probably ha- at the ribbon-cutting ceremony <laughs> with his bloody suction cups on, ready to go. Yeah, so anyway, I, I guess, you know. Right. A factoid. Ig- you've got to via ignorance, I guess. <laughs> uh, anyway, they, they figured if they go up to the tallest building in the world, they'll be able they'll to, be able to see the factory. Yeah, 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 yeah. Buzz is still stuck in the archive room with uh, no readily available means of escape. And his hands it, they accidentally pop off again. And Rosie asks, is that how he hurt his kid? Because he's, he's kind of confided in them at this point. He's told his sob story. You know, yeah, I've you tend to have kid a kid. Yeah. Yeah. She reveals that she never had a kid. Her toy line was recalled before even hitting shelves. And she asks Buzz what it's like to have a kid. He gives her a touching description while Jade, she's kind of eavesdropping off on the side. She's, she's pretending she doesn't care. Eden, she does but care. She cares. And Rosie is so touched that she bursts into flames. And igniting some flammable material, she grabs a nearby super soaker and she puts out the fire, drenching Jade in the process. And Jade says that she'll be over the heating duct if anyone needs her drying out. Oh, she's so grumpy. I know. Jade, why don't you smile? You yeah, look so nice you're... when you smile. <laughs> oh, <okay>. oh, mate. <laughs> I mean, if any script's going to have that line, well, it's this yeah. one. <laughs> uh, Buzz immediately thinks of escaping through the duct. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. He grabs some twine and starts measuring some out. Jade tries to dissuade him of this, thinking that it's crazy, but she actually ends up helping him take the screws out with her little blade oh, knee. Oh, good. Yeah, good. And she, uh, he starts rappelling down the duck as Rosie comes over into the vent. She immediately wants to join the escape, but Jade doesn't want her to go and she tries to stop her. Rosie wants to have a kid. And she gets by the quasi-Barbie with what Jade is. She's like a Barbie doll-esque kind of thing. She gets by the quasi-Barbie by lighting up and flaming up again. And frustrated Jade has no choice but to jump out of the way. Flame on! (laughs) (laughs) And she jumps down the vent. So all three of them are now in there? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Meanwhile, the mother pushing the stroller containing the other toys drops the whole thing off at a daycare centre at the upper levels of Taipei 101. Oh, that's convenient. Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of kids grab the toys and start playing with them in wild and rough ways. Does this sound familiar? Uh, no. This is what happens in Toy Story 3. They end up in oh, a child yeah, care. Oh, yeah, the child care. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I've got an interesting... Okay, that's interesting, yeah. I want you to keep that in mind because I've got an interesting point about that at the end of the episode. Okay. But yeah, they're, they're being played with real rough. They're getting hit yeah. above. Yeah. As it's seen it, everyone just yeah. gets crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bullseye is made up like a My Little Pony. Ham and Rex are put in diapers and treated like babies. Mr. Potato Head is stripped of parts and treated like a potato in a supermarket. And Woody and Jesse are married with kids smashing them against each other, forcing them to kiss. <laughs> kiss, kiss, yeah, yeah. kiss. <laughs> so uh, pretty pretty rough stuff. And also asexual assault, maybe? <laughs> wow. I mean, Dark. at the very least, Dark. forced marriage. Yeah, 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 yeah arranged yeah. marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. 
we're, we're back with Buzz. Buzz ends up uh, at a circulation fan with Rosie and Jade close behind. That's exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, you've I seen know, a circulation I've seen fan. that noise before. <laughs> uh, they have a small series of uh, like misadventures trying to get around fans and in the pipe. Okay, yeah, yeah. There's a couple of scenes. They're not all that uh, relevant to the plot, to be honest. Uh but they, this includes going through a baby doll assembly line where both Jade and Buzz are diapered and have baby doll face paints put on them. Uh, it's again, it's Attack of the Clones. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking this is what I've got in my, my head right now. Buzz crawling through an air vent uh-huh. with a lighter. Going, <laughs> Come to Topay, have a good time. <laughs> yeah. And just like in Die Hard, <laughs> he ends up on a conveyor belt yeah. with a diaper. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think that um, they're like, uh, 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 Jim, uh, can you write Toy Story 3? He's like, uh, could I? Also, separately, what do you think about conveyor belt humor? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I'm so there. I tell you this, I'm a fan. <laughs> There's and, a lot of And you will be too this. by the time this script is yeah, finished. Good. Uh, they eventually uh, they find a map uh, in the factory that includes a marking for an office that simply says Kagoy. Old man Kagoy. Old man Kagoy. Buzz, Rosie, and Jade, they make their way through the factory and they come upon Buzz Lightyear production line. Buzz looks at the mold that he came from and admires all the accessories they make for him. But... Some new shift workers come in uh, for 5 p.m. Like the, the the shift change happens, and Buzz realizes that Kagai might be one of the employees going home, so they need to hurry. It's five o'clock; he might be leaving soon. But he's starting to get tired, and he turns on his arm laser, and it's dimmer than normal. <gasps> he's starting to wane. Oh no! We're back at the daycare center at Taipei 101. The end of the day hits the daycare center, and all the humans they filter out, where all the toys are collecting themselves after a rough day. I sure hope Buzz is doing better than we are. He has to be. We haven't done a thing right since we got off the plane. I'm sorry. Did you just say we? Because we are all in this big mess due to one bad decision after another made by a certain Sheriff Woody doll whose name shall remain anonymous. Look, no one forced you to come on this mission or to follow my suggestions. Suggestions? That's what you call pushing us from a speeding truck or riding a pony through downtown Taipei? Hey, I didn't sign up for this job. You think I like being the guy who makes all the decisions and constantly has to tell everybody else what to do? Yeah. Well, I don't. Then why do you do it? Because I'm supposed to. Just like Buzz is supposed to be the most amazing and brave action figure ever. I have to be the good old reliable Woody. The guy who must know what to do because, after all, he played a sheriff 50 years ago on some rinky-dinky kids show that got canned after two lousy seasons. Whoa! We did three seasons, mister, and two Bob Hope Christmas specials. What's your point, Jessica? Yeah, what is your point? That you, Mr. Starts for Brains, ought to be pan-fried for riding Woody so hard after all he's done for us. And you, partner, have got no leg to stand on. Sheriff Doll or not, no one forced you to run Andy's room all these years. If you didn't like it, then you should have said something instead of ticking everybody off. Really? I've been ticking? Heck, you're as bad as Buzz when it comes to admitting you could use a little help. I swear, I do not get that. Must be one of them boy toy things. Now, potato head, you testy tuber. Yes, sir. Have you got something to say to Woody? Um, sorry I got on your case, but I've been a bit stressed lately. What with being trapped atop the world's tallest building and not knowing if Buzz is coming back and worrying about how my wife's going to tear me a new storage compartment for not kissing her goodbye. Not to mention I forgot to clear the history trail on my internet browser. Okay. That old pipe I still smoke. And those photos I took of okay, Mistress Potato enough. Head. And okay, I- okay enough. And I'm sorry if I've been bossy. I'll try to remember there's no I in team. We're a team? Okay, go team! Go team's right. Time's a-wasting, people. We gotta get organized. Bullseye, Rex, 
See if you can find a fire stairwell or a freight elevator. Ham, get on the phone and call down to security. Maybe they'll unlock us. Slink, can you go online and get the Waka Waka address and whip up a map? Sure would. Seems kind of silly, though, seeing how Buzz is right down there on that billboard. The Waka Waka Toy Company? Birthplace to all things like you. So close, yet so far away. Let's back up and pick apart what Mr. Potato Head was saying in that little rant of his, shall we? <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, Canberra. Yes. But did he mention... Uh, do you want to know the things he mentioned? I, I want to know one particular thing that he mentioned. I'll, I'll, okay, I'll, I'll list three that stuck out to me. He didn't clear the history <laughs> on his internet browser. <laughs> yeah. There was the old pipe he still smokes. Yeah. And what was that third one? What's the third one? <laughs> he mentioned uh-huh. photos uh-huh. of Mistress Potato <laughs> Head. <laughs> yeah. Is that not weird? It's very weird, It's to have very it a kid's weird. Film. I think the thing here is that classic line between kid and adult humor, where it's like, yeah. let's have a kid's film, but we'll, you know what? We'll put a few a little of jokes ad- a bit of adult jokes in there for something like Shrek that. Shrek Famous for it. it. Famous for it. But... Villain called Farquaad. Yeah. For example. Yeah, yeah. I don't think pictures of Mistress Potato Head is a, is a subtle no. joke right there. Yeah. You could probably... Yeah, okay, clearly history of my internet browser. Kids won't get it. Parents will go, oh, yeah. Oh, saucy yeah, material. Yeah, saucy. Pictures of Mistress Potato Head. Uh, That's weird. Yeah, it's... Look <laughs> at <laughs> that, Camo. Yeah, I'll tell you what. There's some stuff in this script, man. There's some stuff, man. <laughs> oh, there's like, some stuff. Like, generally, it's, it's, it's a tight enough story. But then there's just some, some stuff, stuff, man. Uh, so, of course, they've spotted the Waka Waka Toy Company from the window, and, and they're very close by, which is very convenient yeah, because the, the script is the more plot. than halfway done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you, he looks around the daycare center and sees a toy, uh, like a toy shopping cart, and some Maylar balloons, and a bubble machine with a fan. Okay, you know fans, obviously. You you'd understand this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom, 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 Yeah, this guy yeah, he knows. Yeah, he so the next time we see them. They're soaring above type... By the way, there's Maylar balloons in this daycare center, I guess. Hang on. What are Maylar balloons? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Big balloons, I, I, maybe? I yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so there is concept art of this next section. They're soaring above type A in the shopping cart. Hang on, Cambo. Yeah. They're in a shopping cart. Mm-hmm. Balloons on the top. Yep. Yeah. This, is, this is pre-up. It is, yeah. This is pre-up, Cambo. Yeah, this is pre-up. This is pre-up. This is... And then, of mate. course, they're using the bubble machine to steer. Steer. Yeah, okay, yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, they're, they're flying across... Interesting. L- like an old man in a house. Yeah. <laughs> flying across the city. Lost end. his true love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, there's some concept art of this of them flying above Taipei. Oh, I've seen the whole room. film. Yeah. <laughs> they end up on the, the, the cliff <laughs> and there's the bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Little, little, yeah little concept kid. art, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was like a two-hour concept art. Respectful Asian character. Yeah. Interesting, <laughs> interesting, isn't that's it? That's the Pixar edge. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's the difference, isn't it? Uh, so they're soaring up, they're soaring up in the sky, and they float past the Taiwanese equivalent of Times Square, very busy, a lot of traffic and stuff. Uh, but they have to swerve out of the way of power lines, and they end up dangling from a building. And Rex is grabbing the, like the security camera hanging on, and they end up being broadcast on one of the screens. And the it's a oh, great. big like chaotic yeah. kind of yeah. It still, it still seems very dangerous floating above. Yeah. Like type A, yeah, in a cart, yeah, because I guess like if they drop, they're dead. Dead, yes, correct. <laughs> uh, they're on their way to the factory. Back in the factory, Buzz, Jade, and Rosie are still trying to find their way around. Uh, they're hiding in a mop bucket when a group of janitors enter the hallway that they're in, and they recognize the bucket. They recognize the bucket. Yeah, I guess they're like, "Hey, it's our janitor bucket." bucket. Uh, and one of the janitors heads over. Uh, Jade and Rosie sneak away to a large potted plant, but Buzz, uh, he's collapsed and is crawling towards the plant, trying to get away from the janitors. 
they hurry over it and they drag him to safety because remember he's a lot weaker now. He's starting yeah, to he's, yeah, breaking yeah, down. He's breaking down. And he says it must be the chip, which is the first time that Jaden and Rosie have heard that the chip is a problem. They say that if it gives out, then he will too. He checks the laser and it's even dimmer than last time. He tells the ladies to just go on without it, oh. but they refuse. And Jade ends up revealing that she almost had a kid. The little girl brought her up to the register at the toy store, but the cashier noticed that there was a recall at the very last minute and refused to sell the doll to the kid. Since Mr. Kagoy was in charge then, most of Jade's dolls got repaired, but she was the one kept for the archive room. Oh, so we see a little bit about why you know, she, she's been she's been slighted. But also important bit of information, if Buzz's chip goes, he's dead. They, they need to put in a new chip and that's not Buzz. It's a different Yeah, yeah. wow. I like the idea that his laser can, is getting dimmer. Yeah. Can, it's can a good get motif. Dimmer. I think it's a good little visual. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, the storytelling uh, It's thing. the disappearing photograph from Back to the Future. Back to the yeah, future. yeah. It's it's, it's just a good little like that. mark to see how far away you are. I like it. Kago's office is five stories above them, but Buzz is too broken to climb all the stairs, and there are people in every elevator. In the toys, they don't have much time left until Kagoi might be gone. That's when I like that Kagoi's at uh, five o'clock. I'm out. Yeah, I know. They just know that as well. <laughs> he's got his little punch card that he's going to put in the little thing. Yeah, five o'clock. You look in his office. See the chair's it. spinning. He's out of there. <laughs> he's, he's not packing up at four fifty. Yeah, correct. <laughs> yeah. That's when Buzz sees a sign on the elevator that says, in case of fire, use stairs. Hmm. Rosie goes into an office, stands on a filing cabinet under the smoke detector, and lights up, setting off the fire alarm. A bunch of workers head to the exits, but none to the elevator. So the toys jump in, and Rosie hits five. So wouldn't... Old man Kagoy also have to that evacuate. That was my thought as well. <laughs> like, if there's a full-sight fire yeah. alarm, that's Unless right. he's... Um, like a stubborn old man. Uh, or he can't hear it. Oh, yeah, he yeah, can't he's hear dead. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other toys, they land in the courtyard outside the factory and they slip in through the loading dock as the workers are starting to close the doors for the night. They manage to sneak in. This is, it's been nearly five for so long in this script. Yeah, it's just nearly <laughs> five o'clock. Do you know the other thing that I just remembered? So they've, they purposely wrote Andy out for a week in that yeah. one line like I'm going to camp for a week and I don't need anything and my mum's coming too yeah. so they can just do whatever they yeah, want yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever they want with the story yeah. that's true yeah, yeah. Uh, back in the executive conference room a thrilled Dax Blaster of course we haven't seen, seen him this episode Dax, yeah. Uh, he's eyeing a new cartoon poster of a galactic battle scene showing a like a very muscular Commander Blaster in action with Comet. Hey, and check this out. I'm kicking alien butt and taking alien names. Uh-huh. And do you notice anything special about this one here? Of you and me? Um, there's no sign of your litter box? There is a ray gun on my hip, Blaster. And I don't care how crazy they imagine space will be in 4024 AD. You don't give a firearm to a pet. Oh, Willow. You silly cat. I mean, does it matter? No one's gonna buy you. Not when every kid who owns a Buzz Lightyear will be trading up to a... Dax Blastar? Buzz! <laughs> well, this is a surprise. Who's your posse there, Lightyear? Jade, Rosie, meet Commander Dax Blastar. And he's sidekick, Comet. So, what are you doing here? Uh, weren't you... Uh, what's the word? Archived? Affirmative. I came to get back the memo. A memo? What memo? Look like it's this memo right here. <gasps> Yay! Jade found it! The one that says they're going to be destroying toys instead of fixing them? What exactly are you toys up to, huh? We're taking the memo to Old Man Kagoy. Old Man Kagoy? The factory founder? If this Kagoy fellow cares about the toys like they say he does, well then maybe he can stop this policy of smashing recalled toys and get us all fixed. But if they start fixing all the Buzz Lightyears, that means Dax and me. Won't ever have to worry about the factory recalling us someday. Oh, what a great idea, Buzz. Yeah, good luck with that, Lightyear. Well, and if there's anything we can do... Thanks, but we've got to run. 
Kagoy's office is a building or two away from here, and he's probably leaving soon. Mm, gee. Then you'd better take the tubes. The what? The air tube transport. It'll take you to Kagoy's office in ten seconds flat. Oh, Terrific! that's fantastic. Thank you. Except, we don't know how to use it. Oh, no worries. I do. You're good to go, buddy. Thanks, Comet. I owe you one, Blastar. Oh, here are the controls. Godspeed, Buzz Lightyear. Enjoy the recycling room. No. Ah! No. Sucker. Smooth blaster. Good plan. It's better than good, cat. It's smashing. Come on. Let's finish him off. I forgot to mention last episode. Uh, Comets, there's an ongoing joke that people think he's going to be a dog, but he's a cat. I was kind of re I was he, really confused. He's very emancipated by this. I was really confused. Uh, yes. Uh, so he's a cat? He's a cat. But he's a dog. Uh, no, it's the thing is like everyone's like, oh, do you have a dog sidekick? And Dax is like, oh, no, it's a cat. He's a cat. And he keeps calling him a pussy in particular. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, uh, I, his his code name is Comet, but his actual name is Pussy Willow, which what? is why yeah he calls him Willow at one point in that scene. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, so that the the whole thing is like he's kind of feels emancipated because he's a cat and not a dog, and the dog should be the sidekick. And yeah, anyway, that's really I really I didn't mention that at all last episode. So uh, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, I was going to say. It was missing, the story was missing a quote-unquote villain. Yeah. So that was probably something that came across that a lot of other Pixar, there is someone that ends up being sort and of the bad. Who would have thought it was Dax Blaster? I wouldn't have thought that. I thought he was a hero. Yeah, mate, same. Uh, so Dax and Comet, they trans... Oh, yeah, by the way, um, <laughs> Dax and Comet, they transform into vehicles because they're also like... They're the, the Transformers. New, the, the new version of them are like kind of Transformers reports. And they, they, they drive away. <laughs> That's actually pretty. Do they say roll out? Yeah. Uh, whatever the uncopyrighted equivalent <laughs> is. Roll on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Ham figures out that they need to be picked up by the shipping company by 7 p.m. to get back to, to get Andy back. before yeah, the family gets back. Now, yeah. there's your there's your third clock. act. Yeah. The ticking, ticking clock. clock. There, there it is. is. They shout for Buzz. Because remember, Cambo, it's almost five. <laughs> it's almost five o'clock. They shout out for Buzz, but find out that they're surrounded oh, by recalled Buzz, Buzz Lightyear dolls at this point. Uh, oh, none of them are, of them. Yeah, because they've all been sent back to the factory. Yeah. Uh, but none of them are their Buzz. But their Buzz flies by in the tube system overhead, and they don't <laughs> spot each other as he's like, flying that's past. Cool. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Buzz, Jade, and Rosie, uh, they tumble into a hopper as Dax and Comet drive into the room and transform back into their action Transmorph, I think. Transmorph, sorry. <laughs> Transchange. <laughs> uh, they, they, they tip the hopper onto a conveyor belt leading up to the, leading up to the smasher. The other toys race over to free them as Woody manages to push Jade and uh, uh, Rosie to safety. To safety. So yeah. they, they managed to get them off the Some out change. of the tube, uh, got them off the conveyor belt. Uh, uh, but Buzz, his leg gets caught, and he's dangling off the side of the belt. The Smasher is coming down. It's starting to pulverize his leg. This is this is reminiscent of um, the furnace bit. Yeah, in the furnace three as yeah, well. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep that in your mind. Okay, big time. He's dangling off, and the smash comes and actually walks off his leg. Oh wow! And uh, but he, he falls down now, like free. So Buzzy's not in a good way. He's mate. kidding. He's, he's not in a good yeah. way. That like laser's dim. He's missing he's a leg, leg now. now. He falls to the ground, lifeless, to the shock of the rest of the toys. Dax and Comet they head out. Their job's done. He's been. He's he's offline. He's going to get yeah. pissed. The rest of the toys gather. They transmorph, <laughs> and they roll on. <laughs> yeah. The rest of the toys, <laughs> they gather around Buzz. And Ham says that if his chip goes, then he'll lose all of his memories. Oh. His memories of them and his memories of Andy. They hustle him into a parts department, like a patient being whisked into an ER. There's some concept art of this as well. Uh, they fit him with a new leg that they, you know, all the spare parts. They fit him with a new leg and they try and open him up to get his chip. And Woody's hands aren't they? They're too big to get in. So Rex comes in with his. Oh, hands. his hands are finally. And he, he yanks the chip out and 
we go to put a new one and they close it and they press the button hoping that he'll spring back to life. And suddenly he does. Uh, Buzz? Huh? Eat light, time traveling gunslinger. Mission log, star day 4072. Still no sign of my ship, as I find myself encircled by laser proof aliens from the 19th century American West. A lone Jurassic creature, something pink in porcelain, two females of unknown origin in a canine that's ingested a spring. I'm a mustachioed mutant who appeared to be in a permanent vegetative state. Can we still put the old chip back in? He reset. He's in default mode. Which means... he's gone. Our buzz is gone. Silence! You are all prisoners of the Galactic Star Command until I ascertain the location of my ship. Well, he'll never be our Buzz again, but at least we can go home to Andy. You're leaving? With Buzz? But he said we'd all be fixed. Look, I don't know what the old Buzz told you, but the new Buzz has to get in a box and get back to our kid. But what about my kid? The one who's still out there waiting just for me. Is there a problem here, ladies? You're the problem, Lightyear. Sorry? Sorry's not good enough. You show up and give us all this false hope saying how we'll escape and get fixed. And get a great kid like your Andy? Andy. How do I know that name? Andy is our kid, Buzz. Our boy. Our boy? Like our son? Are you saying you and me are, you know, one of those two dad families? No, no, we're, we're not his dad's, Buzz. We're his toys. We belong to Andy. That's why his name is on our boots. There's nothing on my boots, stranger. And I think I'd know if I were a toy. You people are freaking me out. Why are you here? What's your objective? I just want to know what it's like. What what's like? That moment you described back in the recall room. How it feels the very first time you leave your box. It's just you and your kid. And you play together, and laugh, and just like that, you're very best friends. And you said, for a toy, there's... There's no better feeling in the world. It's why us toys exist. Buzz? Woody? Jesse? Gang! So, how you feeling, Commander? Like new. Actually, better than you. And we've got to get you two fixed. Yeah! <laughs> nice thought, Buzz, but we don't have time. If we're not in a box in half an hour, we don't beat Andy home. But if we leave now, then Jade, Rosie, and all the other recall room toys will never leave the factory. And neither will the recalled Buzz Lightyears. I've got a mission to finish, buddy. And I'm gonna need your help. You can count on me, pal, for infinity and beyond. Ham, print out another FedUp's label. Spud, Slink, Rex, Bullseye, get packing tape. Bubble wrap and a two-day box. Jade, Rosie, grab that memo and let's find the nearest transport tube. Jess, Wood, come with us. We'll all rendezvous in shipping in T-minus 30. Let's go. Go where? To see the man who founded this place. And to put an end to smashing toys. Just adding to the list, casual homophobia. That was weird. That was weird. We're not one of those two dead yeah. families. He's like, he's like grossed out by it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Hate that. <laughs> not, not, love, not loving that camera. Not loving that. No. Um, and they do the emotional, like, oh, Buzz is dead. He, he just remembers because love. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just yeah, yeah. Don't, don't have to change anything. Nah, he's, he just, he's, he remembers just goes, love. Yeah. yeah you got to love when someone just remembers because love. I, might, I remember. I'm mainly thinking of the Fast and Furious franchise. <laughs> I thought that was mainly about family. Yeah, but, but Letty obviously uh, has amnesia for a while. Oh, but love. But she remembers because of love. Love, yeah. okay, yeah. Convenient. People might not know yeah. how much you love Fast and Furious. My partner. 
in yeah. particular. My partner, she's the biggest Fast and Furious fan, I think, in the world. <laughs> yeah. And that's including Vin Diesel. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's uh, equal to Vin. I yeah, okay, yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that is very true. The toys, they jump in the tube system and they head for Kagoy's office. Uh, they arrive mere moments. Old man Kagoy? Old man Kagoy. Yeah, not young man Kagoy. No, 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 they wouldn't, uh, Kagoy they wouldn't dare, the cowards. <laughs> after um, Moments after his secretary leaves for the day. Because, you know, it's nearly five o'clock. Oh, is it nearly five o'clock? <laughs> it's nearly five o'clock. Have they mentioned that before? They go to slide the memo under the door, but Rosie gets excited and she <gasps> lights up. She sets it on fire. The other toys, they try to stomp it out and put it out, but to no avail. It's gone. And as they try to put it in the trash can, Kogoi hears a ruckus. He comes out of his office and the toys flop on the ground. And he's thrilled to see them. And he brings them into his office. He starts talking to Woody and Buzz, triggering their little voices. You know, the pulling the I've got a snake in my boot. Exactly. Someone poisoned the waterhole. <laughs> uh, Jim Hanks. Voices, the Woody Dolls. Do you know? Oh that? yeah, he's yeah, yeah his brother. Yeah, his brother. Yeah. Do you reckon they would have got Jim Hanks for this to movie? do the whole thing? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> You're close enough. Uh, but he asks Buzz to really talk to him. Then Buzz talks to him for real. What? He he breaks the illusion and talks to. Old they, Man d- they did that. They did that once to freak out uh, uh, Sid. Sid. Yeah. Yeah. But no one else, I don't think, no, human-wise. No. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, so they, he... And Kagoy seems to know. He's like... He knows. Talk, talk to me, talk to me. Tell me what's going on. Buzz talks to him and he tells him everything, everything. that's going on. And Kagoy, he takes the toys into the factory to see the smasher. I love that this guy has no, no idea, idea what's going on. He works on. it every day of his life, <laughs> nine to five. And no, not no, a minute no. past one. And knows that he can talk to toys as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what do you think he thinks of the Smasher? I think he loves it. I hates it. He hates oh, it. And infuriates no, him. No. And he vows to fix every broken toy. And he races off to the big Dax Blaster party. So he's he's the old school mentality of like a toy is for life. You can't yeah. just throw it away. Yeah. It's not disposable. He manages to insert himself into the unveiling to reveal that the company instead will actually fix every Buzz Lightyear. <gasps> Uh, and in fact, they'll be fixing every toy. He punctuates this by bringing out a fleet of Buzz Lightyear dolls driving a new space rover. You know, there's all the buzzes that have been recalled. Yeah. Lightyear, what are you doing here? And as a parting shot, Buzz knocks Dax Blaster off the pedestal right before the big no! unveiling in front of the audience <laughs> so that the audience actually thinks that all that's left on the pedestal is Comet. And of course, the curtains come back and Comet's there. And everyone goes, brilliant, we love Comet. We love, and Comet's now starting to get his... Yeah. Oh, his dues. His dues. Yeah. Uh, Comet, he basks in the glory of this new attention and appreciation. And he very quickly betrays Dax Blaster, oh. being like, you suck, man. Enjoy that bargain bin, Blaster. The real Dax, he's furious and he chases after Buzz and other toys as they speed off back to get into their shipping box. Dax heads into the factory and powers up the Dax manufacturing line creating dozens of Dax Blastar toys. He and his Dax army continue to chase Buzz to the shipping area. Oh, wow. Okay, this yeah, it's, it's ramping up in the yeah. last minutes. Uh, it, they're chasing him to the shipping area where Woody and Jesse join the other toys in waiting for him. Buzz manages to knock over some of the boxes with his rover. Yeah, there's just suddenly a rover, by the yes. way. <laughs> okay, they've mentioned it. it yeah. It's not set up. <laughs> uh, to give himself some distance between him and the army of Daxes. The army of Daxes appear and they a giant fight begins. Between the Daxes and the Buzzes. Okay. The recall Buzzes and the Daxes. Are we talking get. like Helm's Deep style? I like to think that they all get on each other's shoulders. And, <laughs> and just <laughs> giant versions. Oh, uh, oh, like a transmorpher. Yeah, like a trans yeah, yeah. Yeah, transmorpher, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or uh, a, a, a a powered ranger. Okay. <laughs> Uh, a little way into it, a human janitor pops into the room, uh, causing all of them to flop on the floor in the middle of their battle. Uh, he doesn't want to deal with the mess, and he quickly leaves. And they start fighting again. So it's a, yeah, a bit of a fun joke. Yeah. The real Buzz, I love that they always call him the real, real buzz. buzz. Like all the other ones are trash. Fake, yeah. The real Buzz hops on his rover and drives towards his friends in the shipping area as the doppelgangers keep the Blastars at bay. 
But the main one keeps up his pursuit, so the main Dax, Dax is still there, yeah. Transmorphing back into a motorcycle type vehicle chasing him. As Buzz rounds the corner and finally appears to the other toys, they start putting the shipping box together, only for Slinky Dog to realize that Ham made a mistake on the label and put Andy's old address. They shove the box aside and start hastily preparing a new one as Buzz and Dax jostle. Buzz manages to pop out his wings at the right time and send Dax careening into the old, old box. box. Yeah, well, yeah, quickly. Yeah, they, they just mentioned something. Oh, yeah, he moved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Conveniently. Yeah. Lightyear quickly seals the old box to imprison Dax. Woody then changes the shipping label onto the new box and puts the old box going to Sid's house. Oh, So that's where Dax is yeah. heading now. Though I don't think Sid will touch a toy again. No, because he's really freaked out. He's been out. traumatized right. yeah, by Toy Story true. 1. Yeah. So they hop in their new box. Jade thanks Buzz for his help and she gives him a kiss. Oh, nice. Uh, but yeah, so Jade and Rose are going to be repaired now and resold and they will have family. Happily ever after. The toys arrive back at Andy's house just in time. And mere moments after they arrive, Andy bursts into the room himself. He tells the toys that he had a blast on his field trip and that the other kids even thought the scratch made him look a bit like a pirate. But then he heads out of the room because he wants to check all the mail that he's missed. And as he leaves the room, we're left with the toys in Andy's room. It sure feels good to be home. That's the best thing about traveling. Makes you appreciate being home again. Yeah, but there's nothing like an adventure to keep life interesting. Halfway around the world, out of your element, a stranger in a strange land. We action figures live for that stuff. Really? Huh. See, I thought you were stressed the whole time, all pressured out and panicky and dying to get home. Were we on the same trip? Well, pal, it's nice to know that if you had to, you'd do it all over again. Were you, Buzz, in a heartbeat? Hey, Mom, guess what? I just got a letter from Waka Walker. There's something wrong with Buzz. We've got to send him off to China. Oh, uh -oh. come on! And that is Circle 7 Animations, Toy Story 3. Okay. The problem is you need to compare it to Toy Story 3. Yes. And it's found wanting, I think. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. not as good as Toy Story 3. Well, no, Story no. 3. We, um, we, are, we know that straight off the but bat. But what do you think of it? I think, I think we mentioned it before. It has all the elements mm -hmm. that make sense. It's like it's got a little bit of adventure it's got yep. like the misfit toys great it's got settings people, yeah, yeah yeah people working together the one thing i yeah obviously there's the casual racism and sexism yeah. and stuff like that which it just seems so out of place so, so 2005 yeah i know <laughs> back in the day but the the other thing is i don't know about the international taipei setting yeah okay like it just seems too grandiose yeah but also too fake that america would make toys yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, that and that is true, but it almost feels like, oh yeah, we just like that's a huge thing getting like delivered to Taiwan. Taiwan. Yeah. yeah, like that's huge yeah. for this little group. Yeah, because Toy Story two they venture to like the other side of the city. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, and that's the big adventure. And, and then what three three? Yeah, they end up at a childcare center and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but that's like in in the same suburb. It's like across the road. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. And then the furthest they get away is four because they're in a car. And then maybe a couple hours from home. Correct. But possibly it feels, it feels sort of real. have gone across the state line, but even that is not sure. But it's not Taipei. Yeah, no, it's yeah, not Taipei. No, They're no. not traveling internationally. No, so that that felt a little weird to me. <laughs> what happened? What happened is, because I said it was a tragedy. Well, you're, you're asking me? You're asking yeah, me, Yeah, yeah, can you explain to me what happened? I'm going to throw that right back in your face. Well, you tell me, mate, what happened. You're lucky you've thrown it back at me because I have notes. Oh, good. Okay, I have none. Because episode one, I did say, have you heard the tragedy? Of yes, you animation. did. Michael Eisner, the villain of this story, <laughs> the former Disney CEO, uh, the man that decided that they didn't need Pixar to make Pixar films, he did not make friends with his harsh business decisions. Ooh. And in fact, so much so that due to a vote on of the Disney board, that he lost favor with the company and he was outed by the board of Disney. Wow. And soon after, he announced that he would actually leave Disney as the CEO a full year before his contract was actually due to expire. Oh. So he didn't leave in good with good Maybe terms. No. But 
He was succeeded by Bob Iger. Yeah, who is, was the former and current Disney CEO? Yeah, because he was. They really, <laughs> then he left and, and went he, to uh, went tits up. Yeah, went tits up. And then they said back. they called him up and said, "Hey, can you please? You remember uh, when everything was great? Can you can you do back? that again?" <laughs> so Bob Iger succeeded Eisner, and he became the new Disney CEO in two thousand and five. And there's a story about this that, that says that Bob Iger was watching a parade. In the Hong Kong Disneyland that fall, mm-hmm. see, it's a very, very beautiful mystical story, and he realized how badly Disney actually needed Pixar, because all the characters that were less than ten years old in that parade were all, all Pixar, Pixar characters. There was no original Disney characters oh. in there. So on January twenty four, two thousand and six, Bob Iger and Steve Jobs agreed to a deal in which Disney would buy Pixar. It's $7.4 billion. Wow. That's with a B. That's with a B. And I, I believe that's actually where Steve Jobs left because they were now owned by Disney, yeah. Uh, with Pixar leadership, Ed Cutmel, who wrote Creativity Inc., where we've got a lot of our research from, uh, and John Lasseter taking control of the Disney Animations Group as a whole. But Pixar now were officially owned by Disney. Under this new deal, Pixar would make their own Toy Story 3 with an all-new script. And remember I told you to keep a couple of things in mind. Yep. Andrew, I, to- I forgot everything yeah. that you helped me to keep in mind. Andrew Stanton from Pixar said that Pixar purposely avoided looking at the Circle 7 animation script. And Lee oh. Ulrich, of the director of Toy Story 3, said this quote, We didn't read their script, not out of spite. We just wanted to start fresh and not to be influenced by what they've done. We didn't look at any of the work they've done. We really didn't want to know anything about it. Question. Do you think it's a coincidence that the daycare center and the big smasher with all the toys heading there towards yeah. the end is it purely coincidence? I don't believe yeah, in coincidences, Cambo. Okay, so you reckon they looked? So I reckon they 100% look as if you wouldn't. Or... Someone looked. Maybe it wasn't Lee, but someone came in when they go, guys, I've got a bunch of ideas. You know what a great idea would be? Having them in like a childcare centre. They're like, oh, give this guy a promotion. Wait, wait a minute. You didn't look at that circle <laughs> seven. No, 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 no. What's that sticking in your back, <laughs> no, back pocket? Uh, no, no, just a napkin, napkin. <laughs> yeah. Look, look. Uh, on the other flip side, kids, toys, where do toys hang out in daycare? Like, yeah. that, it's, yeah, it's yeah. not a huge stretch. Yeah, yeah. It'd probably be on your list. It'd be in your top five ideas for a, yeah, a, a film idea. On May 26, 2006, Disney officially shut down Circle 7 <laughs> Animation. How many things did they produce, Gambo? A big fat zero. Big fat goose Circle Zero <laughs> Animation, am I right? Hey, <laughs> no, I feel bad for them. They were all fired. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm but, sure they were rehired, Gambo. Wow. Catmull and Lasseter, who are now in charge of Disney Animation, uh, they were actually willing to absorb most of the Circle 7 animation You'd workforce so. directly into Walt Disney Animation Studios and uh, even appointed Andrew Milston, a former head of Circle 7, to be the general manager of the animation studio after that. Well, there you go. So it was only Happy Pixar ending. that saved Circle 7 yeah, animation yeah, in the end, yeah. after Disney just threw mm. them to the curb. Uh, the question that we always try and answer on this show yeah. is would this film have been any good? What do you think? I think uh, if they made this film right now, like with this script that you've just gone through, no. I yeah. don't think it would have been anywhere near the level of what no. we ended up getting. No. Is there nuggets in there that, are, that make a good like animated toy film? Yeah. There's a, there's there's, a good film in here somewhere. Yeah. There's an interesting film. I love yeah. the, I love the toy recall stuff yep. and of the misfit toys. Yeah. Um, look, I don't love them traveling halfway around the world, but it's an interesting. The thing is, location. as well, the script that we have is a leak, uh, and actually leaked without its title page. So we actually don't know what draft what this yeah, is. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's true. It could be number one. It could be number ten. Yep. You would hope it wasn't number ten. You'd hope so. <laughs> You'd hope they would refine that a little bit more. Yeah. We'll give it the benefit of the doubt and say that it was probably an early-ish draft. Because you've got to look at it. We've got we've got a Toy Story 3, right? Yeah. So is it more superior than the Toy Story 3 is that we this, got? Is this the meme template of your mum says you've got Toy Story 3 at home? 
Yes. And then the Toy Story 3 at home is this. this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, that is the end of our very first complete report for this new series of Cancelled Movie Report. We hope that you enjoyed these episodes, and this was a big requested one for us, so we're glad to finally get get it out of the bloody way. So we can get to weird ones that no one wants to talk about. <laughs> uh, look, we would love it if you could subscribe, uh, be it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you like to listen. That is what helps us get discovered in the charts. It would also be terrific if you like the show and you want to support us, leave us a five-star rating. That really helps the show out. Eden, do you have an example of one that someone's left it? Oh, mate, we've got another a fantastic review here. Five stars. Oh, fantastic. Um, and it's titled, Don't Cancel This Podcast. <laughs> I see what they've done yeah, there because of the thing we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, amazing concept with amazing results, especially the app with the AI digital voice cast. What? Mind-blowing. Love the script treatments, um, voice cast, reenactments, peppered with casual and comedic banter to boot. That's What's us. What's not to love? That's Mate, that's, that's from Ron Ron. Thank you very much. That's Ron amazing. Ron, you're the best best. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to support us even more, we actually have a Patreon. Do we? Where you can help support the show. In fact, this entire season... We're very lucky was completely funded by our Patreon followers. That's amazing. <laughs> but we actually have a bonus uh, podcast called Casting Calls. Talk about oh. the what ifs of Hollywood casting. Do you know this person was actually this, originally cast this, as that and person? Then, and then we get and then we do this and then oh it's But we wouldn't have one related to Toy Story, would we? We'd we'd have to be crazy to have that ready in the can. Then call us crazy, because <laughs> that's this month's episode of Casting Calls about the original voice for Buzz Lightyear. Hey, what did you think of the movie? And did we miss anything? We would love to hear from you. You can always get in touch with us anytime, anytime, by cancelmovies at gmail.com or at cancelmovies on all the socials. And if you have a cancel movie project you've always wanted to hear about, just let us know. And we might just give it the cancelled movie report treatment. That is how this episode was created. Someone alerted us to this. We need to shout out our amazing cast. Andrew Hamblin was Woody and Ham. Tim Harrod was Mr. Potato Head and Rex, Jesse Aaliyah Amore. Jay Zader was Slinky Dog. Wiz Cox was Jade. Danny Silla was Rosie and Shirley. Dax Blaster was Dave Sheftel. And Comet was Brandon Kingley. My name is Michael Campbell. I've hosted and edited this episode. And Eden Porter was my co-host with the most us. Thank you. That, that rhymed. That, that rhymed, all right? That rhymed in your head. And in real life. We both <laughs> produced the show. Uh, make sure you're listening next week because we are ditching kids' film and getting into video game adaptions because, Eden, you're talking us through David O. Russell's Uncharted. Correct. Now, there is an Uncharted film out there, but will this one be better? Uh, I'll wait to find out. <laughs> but if you can't wait, here's a sneak peek. We need to sit down. I need a drink. We need the Vienna Boys Choir singing the Hallelujah Chorus. You don't get it. Curses. Warnings. They're the best friends we never had. We had a deal, you son of a bitch. You used me. They keep buried treasure buried. There's no curse that isn't a blessing to us. Mark Wahlberg is Nathan Drake. Come on. Let's go dig up Grandpa. In David O. Russell's Uncharted. And until next time, take care.